The Lord God called, Where are you? Where are you? Good morning, everybody. How is everyone? Uh, beautiful, uh, gray, and gloomy, and rainy day we have. And uh, you know, I was thinking about it as well. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know, right? So it was uh, God's, he, he, uh, the rainbow, right, that, that, that came along, that, that's been created. That was his commitment to us to never flood the world again. And uh, we were talking about that behind stage for a little bit. I thought it was a uh, great thing to, to bring up and something that's extremely, extremely beautiful that, uh, that personally, um, I was writing a paper on it for school, never really thought about it to, to that degree but it's, uh, it really is so beautiful. So I'd love to uh, pray us in before we start. Um, all right. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, pray that you speak to all of us through your word. You know, truly believe, uh, as you said in John 17, you know, we are all one, right? Unity. So uh, us and you, Jesus with the Father, all of us together, and, and really we're here to, uh, to come to you and to listen to you, believe it's your word. Whether we're listening, we're talking, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, tell us with our ears to hear what it is that you want us to hear and to, to find the best out of it. In your name we pray. Amen. So uh, today's uh, sermon is called, What is Success? What is success? So it means so many different things to so many different people, right? If we would look at it from a, uh, from a societal point of view, I actually Googled it, right? I was going to say that uh, I was Googling it here on the spot. I didn't want to lie, you know, and like act like I was Googling and, and not really be doing it, you know? So it, uh, it, is, it is pre-Googled here. So in terms of... Um, what Google has to say first, right? So the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose is, the, is, is number one. So that's, that's pretty directed, right? And, and in terms of where we could see that coming as, as an individual, throughout the course of our whole lives, that will change consistently. And if we're really looking for, for a rock and for our concept of success not to change I mean is, is that is that really gonna is that really going to do it uh, you know I, I don't know and every concept everyone's concept of what an accomplishment would be is so so different so one person could really if you think about it take a very very evil thought of what success is and we've seen that happen throughout the course of time for for a very long time right so that's, that's a piece that can change pretty, pretty consistently. Google number two, the attainment of fame, wealth, or social status. We've kind of been fed that from the time that, that I can remember. You know, you look at athletes or people that are on TV nowadays on, on Instagram or on YouTube based on likes. That's how you get to the top. So, is that really what you want to be? And we'll dive into that a little bit more in depth. I want to hit a few more definitions. 
So if we go to Merriam-Webster, right, with the next one that comes up, degree or measure of succeeding. I mean, I, that, that, tell, that, that's, that doesn't tell us much. Huh? Let's, hit, let's hit the B part of that. Favorable or desired outcome and also the attainment of wealth, favor, or eminence. Em, eminence, 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 eminence. Does anybody know what eminence means? It's like status. Status. So, and then if we hit synonyms a little bit, then we could go to like dictionary.com and keep going through. You know, let's move on from that. Huh? So, accomplishment, achievement, advance, benefit, profit, prosperity, victory. Let's keep victory in mind a little bit. Win. So, really, I would say that that piece of accomplishment is, is one area that, that you, could, you could say that, that we'll come back to. And then really that piece of, of wealth and fame and prosperity really rises to the top and from the time we're, we're at a very young age as well. So let's really run into, run into that piece, you know, wealth, status, and, and fame. So if you want to be someone that is, uh, that is famous, and if we look through people across the course of time that, that were famous and were they really happy, we have some, some sincerely sad examples that we can look to. One of the first would be like Robin Williams, right? And, and there's a Netflix documentary on Robin Williams that you could watch. I mean, that's a really sad one. Don't want to harp on that, but Marilyn Monroe, Kurt Cobain. There's a lot of people that get to the top and realize that, that, that that's not, I mean, you're continuously chasing and chasing and chasing. Jim Carrey, right, said, Carrey, said that, um, you know, I wish that everyone could attain fame and status to realize, and wealth, to realize that it's not what you think that it is. And it's not that where, where you want to, to end up going. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't fulfill us as, as people. So that's the fame factor. If we hit into the, the wealth factor, so that's something that you chase and you chase and you chase and you chase money, right? So, so, so personally, for me, in, in a career position, let's go to, to when I worked at the judge group, right? Um, started out as an account executive and then worked into a director, went out to the West Coast, and it's just a rat race of chasing and chasing and chasing and moving up and up and up. And Ecclesiastes talks about that. Uh, Solomon, if, if you go back into, into uh, or I'm sorry, Solomon talks about it. If you go back into Ecclesiastes, where it's a, it's a chasing of the wind, something that we continually and continually and continually go after, and it does not satisfy our soul. We'll, we'll never get to that place of, of satisfaction. So chasing wealth continuously and, and where that's going to lead us. And then if we go into what Jesus talked about, right? He talked about money continuously. It's about, you know, a fifth of, a fifth of what he talked about. And, and he talked about that for, for a reason, right? And a big, a big thing that, that Jesus had to say regarding wealth, right? So uh, it's, it's Luke eleven forty two or Matthew twenty three twenty three. Just want to stick on this wealth piece because it really is so important. So you tie the mint and root. So he's talking to, to the Pharisees, 
of the time that really that a, lot, a lot of us know about the Pharisees, but they really walked the walk and, and did works without really having their, their heart towards God. It was, it was the works that, that they went for. So, speaking to, to them, so you tithe mint and rue and every herb, so currency at, at that time, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. So this we love. Right? It's, the, it's that grace factor. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, okay, awesome. You know, let's, let's, be, let's be people of, of mercy and forgiveness, and, and that's really what we want to do. But within, within the money piece, without neglecting the prior. Right? So, so what he said in the beginning in terms of the tithing. The reason that he talks about that is that trap that money does have on us. And that's not something to, to, as Josh had told us, right? Truth plus grace equals love. So that grace piece, Jesus gives in the beginning, and then he throws in the truth in terms of tithing. And really, we have products, and are we a user of it? Like, does the product use us, or are we used by it? And it's the same thing in the, the money concept. So as we collect money and, 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 we, and we bring it in, are we in a position where we are having that money go towards, uh, are, we using, <clears throat> are we using our money or, or, is it, or is it using us? So are we in a position where we're building our, our lives based on money that we're producing, or are we having this money com- completely use us? And to, uh, to move on to, uh, to the next point from that, let's, let's move into what our scripture is within, uh, within Genesis. So at the, at the front of our bulletins, so Genesis 3, Four through nine. This is the, the serpent talking to uh, the woman and then, uh, and then to Adam as well. So this is very back in, in the beginning of time, before, uh, right, right in the beginning of creation. And whether you want to take this literally or figuratively, it's, it speaks the same truth, right? That's really not the, the point. And especially us as engaging in, in the mission of God, it's... It, the point is that, it's, uh, that it's, it just speaks the truth of the human condition. So you will certainly, you will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And of course, this, this is what we wanted, right? We have, we have this pride section within us that, that truly wants to know good and evil. We, want, we always want to have knowledge. We, we, we want to know. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also re- desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. So both Adam and her had eaten it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So at this point, fear creeps into the picture, 
right? Duped by the, the serpent. And here, here fear comes in. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And how beautiful does that sound? Back in the Garden of Eden, right at that time, and where we will ultimately get to again. But how, how beautiful that, that time was. But they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The Lord God called to the man, where are you? So from the very beginning, that's what God's been looking for from us, is is a relationship. And immediately, what did we try and do? We tried to reach out for knowledge of good and evil, and, and to, be, to be our own mini-God, if you will. Right? God wants to be God and, and have us be, be people. But it, it wasn't enough from the very beginning. We, we, wanted, we, we all want to be a piece of God. And we're, we're, we're truly, a, truly a God in of ourselves. And to not recognize that is, is prideful in of our own. And a great example of that, I think couldn't be a better example, is our, our Facebook profile picture, right? When you put a Facebook profile picture up, especially for, the, for, for those of us that are younger, and, and I'd say probably, you know, everybody here, do you truly not care how many likes it gets? Like, could you look at yourself and say, I, I could care less about how many likes my profile picture gets? If you really thought about that in your heart. I mean, the answer for, for most of us would be, you know, absolutely not. You, you do care. Right? And a piece of that is, is completely us wanting to be our own, mini, our, our own mini God. It's a great example of the, the way that that, that that works. So where are you is what he's, he's been looking for from us forever. And if we continue down from there. So we answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And that's really what, what we've been doing and, and what we do. Right? We, we, we don't want God to see that which we do that, that is sinful, that isn't the way that, that it should be. Right? He tells us a certain way to live, and we, don't, we, we just don't obey. We don't listen to, to, to what it is that, that God tells us to do. And it's so beautiful, I don't know how many of you know this, if, if you continue to, to move down to a, to a certain degree, everything from the very beginning in the Old Testament, is always pointing to Jesus. Always pointing to Jesus. Always pointing to Jesus. It says, He will crush your head and you will strike His heel. Speaking about the serpent. Right? So right from Genesis 3, in the very beginning, it's talking about Jesus coming who will overtake death, but in the process, will be killed as well. Will have his his heel his heel uh, his heel hidden. So 
as we move through in, in that arena, <clears throat> we have Jesus come onto the scene, and he tells us immediately upon coming, we have the Gospel of Mark, which was most certainly written first. But we believe, based on the, the information that we have, you have Mark, and then Luke and Matthew went off of Mark, and then John was, was written much later. But Jesus tells us to repent and believe. Repent and, and believe. So repent is an action word in terms of a 180 degree turn from the way that we've been living and believe in Him. And that's really all that, that God's looking for is just to believe in Him and to repent in our ways prior. And if you think of success and the way that you're going to get there, it's through repentance. That's the way that we ultimately are victorious in the absolute end. So if you look at the, the book of Revelation, you have Jesus that's telling us that He's knocking at the door, just waiting for us to enter, waiting for us to hear His voice and to come in and to listen to Him, to, to, to hear His voice. And it actually, in 321, the next thing it says is that if we take that, we are victorious. And that's, it's, it's interesting that that's a piece of what was said in, in the synonyms right, for success, that, that piece of victory, that, that we're victorious. And if we think as well of, of the great commandment that we were given, that Jesus, that Jesus gave to us, and I think Matthew really says it the best. He tells us to, um, that number one, right, he's, he's asked, you know, what, what, what is the greatest of, of all the laws? He says number one is to love the Lord your God with all your, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And then he says, but the other one is just like it, to love your neighbor as you would love yourself. And there's seven types of love in the Greek language, four of which that are used in, in the Bible. And the love used here is, is agape, which is, is a love that's saved for the divine. But where he says the second one is just like it in terms of love and, and to, to love your neighbor as, as yourself. So it's truly one and the same. So as we love one another, we're giving that same love to God, no matter if someone's a Christian or, or if they're not a Christian. No, it really is the same. And Jesus tells us too in his parables that as you know, people will come to me and, and say, Lord, Lord, when did we give you, know, you a, a cup of water when we were thirsty? When did we give you food when you were hungry? And he'll tell us that those that, that you did and, and gave that to us, you know, was, was that, that, that was me. That's exactly who, who it was that, that you did that for. So, ultimately, it's salvation, right, that we're looking for that, that leads to, to that ultimate success and, uh, and to, to bring people to, to heaven. And that's a, that's a church, that's really what our mission statement is, right? Engaging 
in the mission of God for the sake of the lost. So to bring people to heaven. And, and a lot of things that, that Jesus says you know, may be difficult, but there's so much truth as you unpack it and, and continue to move on. And it really doesn't matter where you are or what stage of life you're in. John, when he was 90, wrote the book of Revelation. And then from there, continued to preach after that. We don't even know how long he lived. But he continued to move on in his venture. And it doesn't matter where we are in life. It's always, we, we can always do more and more and more for God. And if we look to this world for fulfillment, we'll never find it. It will never, never be there. You need that, that, that rock of God that's built as opposed to a house. That, so a house that's built on a rock as opposed to, to the house that's built on, on sand. And I don't want to harp into that too much. It's a little bit different. It's almost a, a whole series that could be on its own. But in order to, to truly have something that, that is unwavering, God needs to, needs to be at the center of that. And your money needs to be at the center of that as well. With that said, let us pray. <clears throat> Father God, thank you for the words that, uh, that you supplied. I pray that those that heard take the good out of what was said and really implement it into their lives and have it soak in to enrich one another and to enrich ourselves as we move forward in life. Truly believe that, that it's your word that is spoken. And in the Bible, there's, there's really so much to be told as well. So I pray that it doesn't stop here, that, uh, that we can continue moving and, and, and read your word and talk to one another and, and really seek one another and move out into the community and make the world a better place based on what you tell us, not just here during this time, but at all times moving forward. And in your name we pray, amen.